Well, welcome to the season of Advent. For many, it's the best time of the year as Christmas songs fill the air, trees and lights are going up, and the giving and receiving of presents is among us. But before we get too ahead of ourselves, let us remember the season of Advent. Advent comes to us from the Latin word adventus, or mean, meaning coming or visit. It's a time where we stop and prepare our hearts for the coming of Jesus Christ among us once again. It's that time of year where we sing, Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free. I, play, I, I hope that you had a good Thanksgiving, despite some of the COVID restrictions that were in place this year. This year was a reminder for me that I'm thankful for the present moment, for family, for friends, my church family, and God's ongoing love and faithfulness toward us. After I had a plate of food with my family on Thanksgiving Day, I was quite full. Turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, macaroni and cheese, just to name a few. And when I realized that there was more available afterwards, um, it was one of those moments where I realized how full I was, but we also realized how many leftovers there were. It made for some good leftovers, but I've been thinking of that word more all week. I, want, I wanted more food, but I was already full from eating, so I couldn't really make any more room. What is it that you want more of this Advent season? Maybe you want more family time, more alone time, more prayer time, more time alone with God, etc. I don't know what it is you want more of, but this Advent, we're going to be uh, looking at four words in particular that we could all use more of. And today we focus on wanting more hope. First Peter is labeled one of the general epistles. And when you hear the word epistle, just think of the word letter. General epistles usually have two different distinctions. Number one, they're not written by Paul. So other than Luke, Paul wrote most of the New Testament. But in the general epistles, they are the letters that Paul did not write. And secondly, they are typically addressed to not just one church, but also um, a group of churches. So these letters could have circulated from church to church. And 1 Peter is one of those general epistles. And in 1 Peter uh, chapter 1, verse 3 to 12, uh, this scripture uh, text uh, praises God for the gifts that God bestows upon God's faithful people. And then 1 Peter 1, 13 to 25, shows Christians the responsibility that goes along with these gifts. A holy God requires a holy people. The author uses the word hope two times in the scripture reading today. The first time is when we see this. Place your hope completely on the grace that will be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed. Secondly, we see this. Now, so now, your faith and hope should rest in God. I was doing some research this week, and I was looking up this original word for hope. And the word, uh, the Greek word for hope is a word called elpizo, or elpis. And it means to trust or to wait for your salvation with joy and full confidence. So let that sink in today. To have hope here means to have trust in something. It's to have full confidence in your waiting. And 1 Peter says to place that hope 
on the grace that will be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed and to place that hope in God. Maybe today you'd say, yeah, I have some hope, but I'd really like to have more hope. Maybe that's your prayer today. Lord, my tank is running low and I need some more hope. I think that's a prayer we could all get behind. So let me share a couple ways that you can place your hope into something on this day and in this season of Advent. A hint for you. They both have to do with Jesus Christ. So the first is this. Place your hope in Jesus' birth once again. Place your hope in Jesus' birth once again. I don't mean to literally place your hope in a birth, but rather remember the importance of the birth of Jesus, and may that give you some hope. Advent is a time to, in particular, remember something. It's a time to remember the birth of Jesus, the events that took place prior to it, and to remember this miraculous story and what it means for us. My daughter's birthday uh, was recently. It's a day that we were preparing for for quite a while. She's four years old, and it's just so hard to believe. She's so funny, smart, and sweet, and each year she gets more and more excited for her birthday. And even back in the spring, she'll uh, point to things in the store that she wants for her birthday. She waits each year for her birthday to get closer and closer. And we often have to tell her, you know, first so-and-so in the family has a birthday, and then so-and-so has a birthday, and then so-and-so has a birthday, and then it's your turn, Elizabeth, to have a birthday. You'll just have to be patient. But she waits and waits and waits with full confidence that it'll be a special day. And I, I know that she liked uh, her presents that we got for her this year, and I was excited to see her open them. Now, Jesus was born over 2,000 years ago in a cave on the outskirts of Bethlehem, but we still get excited about it each year like a child would for his or her birthday. Don't let the time of preparation slip by this year with the busyness of other things going on in life. Don't let things distract you from counting down the days until we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Place your hope in Jesus' birth because God becoming flesh among us changes everything. It's a story worth investing in, and it's a God worth giving your life to. So where did your hope lie on this day? Scripture teaches us in 1 Peter that our hope should rest in God. Is that true of you today? Is your hope in God? We take time during Advent to prepare because the Christmas story is a story where God reveals God's very self in a way like never before, in the form of an innocent child. So place your hope in this story, whatever may be going on or not going on in your life at this very moment, like a golfer on a putting green will look over and over at the hole before making his or her putt, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus over and over again. Keep your hope in the one who was born over 2,000 years ago that they call Jesus. May the Christmas story give you hope during this Advent season. But secondly today, I want to encourage you to place your hope in the fact that Christ will come again. Advent is also a reminder to us that we are still in the season of Advent, as we are still in a season of Advent as we prepare for the second coming of Christ. Christ will come again, church. We celebrate that on this day and in this season of Advent we find ourselves in. We say it often when we take communion, don't we? Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. One of my favorite Christmas movies to watch is Home Alone. 
actually there are two classics in my opinion, and Home Alone 2 is also one of my favorites. But in the first movie, Kevin, the young son in the large family, accidentally gets left at home by his family and his extended family as they frantically get on a flight to France, if you haven't seen the movie. While the plane is in flight, the mother of the family realizes that she left her son at home by accident, and the basis of the movie is that Kevin learns how to take care of the house on his own as a little kid. He gets to know a neighbor. He goes grocery shopping. He even leaves milk and cookies and carrots out for Santa and the reindeer. Kevin also handles some burglars pretty well who are in the neighborhood. Now, when Kevin last saw his mom and family, it wasn't on good terms. There had been a fight in the family, and the last time Kevin saw his mom, he wished he didn't have to see any of his family ever again. And as Kevin ironically got his wish of being without family, he began to miss them over time. The mother instantly was doing everything she could to get back to the States to see her son, but throughout the movie, Kevin has hope that he will see his family once again. He has hope that they will return to him one day. And like the biblical meaning for hope, he was trusting and waiting in full confidence that his family would one day come again. This is our hope as Christians. We are in a season of Advent waiting for Jesus to come again. So on this day, place your hope in the fact that Christ will come again. May that truth strengthen your hope. One day, as Revelation 21 tells us, he will wipe away every tear from our eyes. Death will be no more. There will be no more mourning or crying or pain for the former things have passed away. Part of the Christian hope, as I've said before, is that the worst thing is never the last thing. So just as Kevin and had hope that his family would one day return to him, we have hope and confidence that Jesus will one day return to us. What a glorious day that will be. Now, my sweet daughter, who I mentioned earlier, is not perfect. She does get an attitude from time to time, and recently she she's been saying this uh, phrase, uh, snack and a drink. She'll say, I want a snack and a drink. And it's fine when she says, Daddy, can I have a snack and a drink, depending on what time of day it is. The answer may be yes or no, but more recently she's been skipping the question and going right to a demand. And she'll say, Daddy, get me a snack and a drink. To which I say, yes, ma'am. No. I usually have to talk to her about the difference between a command and a question, and uh, I try to get her to ask the question politely and not demand it. But either way, when she asks it or demands it, she expects that we will feed her and give her something to drink, doesn't she? She doesn't wake up wondering if food and drink will be available to her, and that's a blessing and something to be thankful for. Rather, she expects to eat and drink each and every day. There isn't a question. Sometimes we ask for things, and sometimes we expect things. Well, this Advent, don't just ask for more hope. Expect more hope. Don't just ask to grow in your faith, but expect to grow in your faith. Don't just ask that this is an Advent like no other, but expect that this will be an Advent like no other. And I don't mean because of COVID. I mean that this Advent would be different in a way that draws you closer and closer to the manger. Don't just come to church, uh, but come to church expecting that you will experience the presence of God. Hope.
Hope is on the horizon, church. And may that hope on the horizon, who is Jesus Christ, increase our hope and our faith on this day. Amen.